The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or turnover, back by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates and better service. Hope you're having a great Tuesday morning. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Notre Dame has promoted Marcus Freeman to head coach, 35-year-old defensive coordinator. Tommy Reese played quarterback for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. He is a 29-year-old offensive coordinator. Touchdown or turnover, the hiring promotion from within at Notre Dame will negatively affect Tennessee's recruiting, touchdown or turnover? Uh, This is interesting because Tennessee really isn't competing with Notre Dame for for many recruits. The only recruit that I can think of off the top of my head is Carnell Tate, the 2023 receiver. Mm-hmm. IMG. Yes. Uh, who was here for the... South Alabama game, I think it was. South Alabama or Vanderbilt? I think it was Vanderbilt, wasn't it? It was Vanderbilt. It was this past weekend. Sorry. So much recruiting is just insane right now. I got your back. I'm doing good to remember what took place Tuesday. Uh, And he really enjoyed it. And Devin Hyatt has been in his ear kind of about what Tennessee does with, with its receivers and different route concepts and, and things of that nature. But Cardinal Tate's really the only Tennessee recruit, Tennessee target off the top of my head that I can think of that is really feeling Notre Dame. He was at Notre Dame twice this year for for games Cardinal Tate was. So uh, I'll say touchdown just because, I mean, even even if it's just one recruit, I mean, it's it's still going to hurt Tennessee in my opinion just because there will be a – a sense of normalcy, I, I guess, since Marcus Freeman is being retained, that there will be a sense of familiarity. Um, Tommy Reese, the, the the OC, is sticking around, and, and there's the defensive line coach sticking around, and the strength coach sticking around. There, there's quite a bit of people sticking around at Notre Dame. So Brian Kelly's gone, but it's pretty much going to be a, a very similar feel within the program. So I'll say touchdown. It, it is a touchdown. It is not – Drum, you know, it's not like life or death. It's not heartbreaking, but it is what it is. It is the the correct answer. It is touchdown. It will negatively affect affect Tennessee's recruiting because you may not be able to take advantage of players entering the transfer portal because those guys may feel comfortable staying because everyone is back. All the staff members are like, "All right, Brian, you can go, but we stand. We don't want to come coach with you at LSU. We stand right here." And so, Tennessee's not the only school that's looking at Notre Dame as possibly rating their their roster, saying, "Dang it, dang it!" Some of those guys may not enter the portal. They they may want to stay. So yeah, it, it negatively uh, affects Tennessee recruiting. Now Oklahoma, hmm, Oklahoma is 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 open for business, open for business, but just just to. Answer the question, truthfully, yeah. It's a touchdown. All right, let's get to the text box. QC Rodney says, what, did this, what does it say about Kelly that hardly anyone is going with him? Well, that tells you everything that you need to know, something that we should have known already because when, when Brian Kelly was – the head coach at Central Michigan, NFL coaches now, Matt Lefevre and uh, Robert Salaya, I think that's Salaya, Salah. Salah. Salah, who is the head coach there with the Jets, and then Matt Lefevre is the head coach with, with the Packers. But those two guys were graduate assistants under Brian Kelly at Central Michigan. And the story is right there on ESPN from two years ago. 
where Brian Kelly invited these two assistants over for a party at, at Brian Kelly's home. And they thought they were going just to be a part of the party. But turns out, Brian Kelly made them shovel the snow, park all the cars, and then at the end of the night, they had to go and get the cars again. Said in the article that when they went back to their tiny apartment that they shared as a graduate assistant and stood around the kitchen table, quote, we decide that when we're in that position, we're never going to treat people the way we got treated. That tells you all you know about Brian Kelly. That's why those guys said, nah, we're going to stay here. We, we, we've known for a while now that Brian Kelly is a D-bag. I mean, the book on him is, has been out there. Mm-hmm. This is no secret. Nothing new. I'm, I'm real interested to see how Brian Kelly works out at LSU. I, I think he is a, a top five head football coach in college football, and he's taking over arguably the best job in the country. So you would think that he is, he is going to be successful, but it, it's just not that cut and dry. We, we all know how fits impact whether a coach is successful or not. And I, I do think that fits can, can maybe be overblown at times. And that's when people get into the whole, well, he's not from there, so he's not going to fit. Yeah. That, 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 that narrative, you know, it doesn't if you, matter. If you're a good, if you're a good person that, that translates anywhere. Yeah. It translates anywhere, especially in the South. Like you, you would fit in quicker yep. and better in the South, if you come from the North and you're a good person. Yep. But if you're an a-hole from the North and you come down here, it's, it's, it's not going to work. Not going to fly. And for Brian Kelly, he's going to have to adapt. Yes. He's going to have to change. Which is, is, is he going to be willing to? I mean, he, he's, he's been around for a minute now. He's been in the game for a minute. <laughs> Dropping everything. Bumbling and bumbling. He he's he's been in it for for a hot minute, and you know what they say: you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But we'll we'll see. Where, where's Josh Heupel from? Uh, South Dakota. Last I checked, that's a long ways from from Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, but I bet how he grew up is similar to 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 you know, how it is here in Knoxville. You know, humble beginnings, and you know he went from that little small town to to Norman, which is even you know I won't say smaller than where he's from, but it's small too. Um, I think a guy like Josh Heupel can really fit in anywhere. Um, maybe not Rutgers because you know you got to be like you got to be a butthead to even coach and be in New York. That's just different. Where's Nick Saban from? West Virginia. Oh, he he seemed to fit in just fine in in Baton Rouge and in Tuscaloosa. That's that's the point. Is that like and, and South, Nick, South Dakota's a long ways away from Knoxville? He's not a Tennessean. He's not a Tennessee guy. Rick Barnes eh, a little closer. Very similar with Hickory, North Carolina, but he, he fit in well. Com- I mean, coming from Texas, and Nick Nick was you know rougher around the edges at, at LSU than he is right now. He's more calm now, but I think there's a big misconception about about Nick. Um, you know, Nick is a better better person than Brian Kelly. He's a better person than Brian Kelly. You see uh, Brian Kelly trying to fit in after that press conference yesterday. He was he was struggling, wasn't he? Well, I, I didn't think. Well, what I saw, he wasn't struggling. I I thought he was just sucking up. Oh yeah, I need you to tell me where where the good food is. He's asking where where something some type of food when he was. Com- when he comes off as disingenuous, it, it it came off as he was kissing butt. He, and you know, he, but boosters don't care about that as long as the coach is giving them attention. No one cares about it as long as he wins. That's 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 the truth. Let's just cut to the to the truth here. No one's going to care. If he wins. If he wins, it's not going to matter. But there are things that are required for him to be able to win. Like, he is going to have to change it up a little bit. He's going to have to adapt to get to the winning. It's not just going to happen at a place like LSU. It's different. It's different. So, anyways, let's get to uh, let's get Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. How we doing? Man, wonderful. Blessed. Well, you sound like you sound like you're good, doing well there. Uh, yep, healthy there on YouTube there this morning. Healthy, no gas. I'm, I'm good. good. Good deal. Hey, I want to talk about the playoffs a little bit. 
If that's okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ohio State, you know, of course, the announcers, there's a lot of lot of uh, big name, name announcers in the ESPN realm that pulling for the Ohio State Buckeyes as they was announced in the game. Uh, I heard them. I didn't have a dog in the fight in that direction. But by chance, they're sitting there, what, with uh, uh, 10, and, 10 and 2, I think I've seen right. Sitting at 10, 10 and 2 with a lot not playing in their championship. If by chance Michigan got beat, they'd have a, a two loss. If by chance, uh, if which I think uh, a good chance that uh, Alabama will get beat, but uh, you never know when the officials get in, in the playoff. They'll have two two losses if they got beat. Or if they didn't get beat, they'd have one loss. Uh, and I went, went there. I was looking all the way down to, to eight, and Ole Miss is sitting at two losses in the SEC. Uh, we know how that could have went if uh, we got the calls going our way. Touchdown turnover. How? What's the chance of this thing being a total chaos, uh, especially with uh, four picks this year? And how do you see the worst scenario for the for the ones that's picking this? to turn out and give them more heartburn. Uh, Turkey, man, the, the worst scenario is Bama losing and still getting to the college football playoff. That'll be the worst scenario because you're going to have, you're going to have, um, let's say Oklahoma State wins. They're 11-1. Cincinnati, let's say they win. They're 12-0. And then let's sit here and, and say um, that, Iowa beats Michigan in the Big Ten Championship and then takes them to 11-2. and two. Um, If Alabama loses and gets in over Notre Dame, then I think you, you're going to have some problems. Um, people are going to really, 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 really question the credibility of the, of the college football playoff, and people will be screaming bias because Alabama losing you know two games, one in the regular season and then one in the – um, conference championship, even though it is to the best team in the country who is undefeated, that's like if Alabama gets in over some one-loss teams, especially if they're beat by multiple scores, then that's probably going to be the worst scenario for the college football playoff, in my opinion. It would be. It would be hideous, but it's not going to happen. I, I am, I'm not going to say with 100% certainty that it won't happen, but I, I, I – I'm like 97, 98% sure that it won't happen. They're, they're not going to put a two-loss Alabama team that didn't really pass the eye test this year over a one-loss Oklahoma State team that won its conference and beat Oklahoma or a one-loss Notre Dame team. They're, they're not going to. They shouldn't. They, they shouldn't, and I don't think that they, that they will. Again, I can't say that with 100% certainty, but I am extremely confident that they wouldn't. I, I, I would be absolutely – stunned if if Oklahoma State takes care of business and a two-loss Alabama team gets in. I would be floored. You, I mean, you just can't do that. Just retire college football if a two-loss Alabama team gets over a one-loss conference champion from a Power 5 school. Just go ahead and do away with college football if, if that were to happen. And, and I don't care if Brian Kelly took the LSU job. If if Alabama and Cincinnati lose, then Notre Dame deserves a shot at the playoffs. And quite frankly, I don't care if you're tired of seeing Notre Dame in the playoffs. They still deserve to be in even yeah. with one loss. It, it's not about what they've done in the past. It's what they're doing currently. And they're 11-1. and one, And even if they don't play in a conference and, and, and play an SEC schedule, it's still impressive to go 11-1 and one in college football. If Georgia beats Bama, if Oklahoma State – wins, if Cincinnati wins, and if Iowa beats Michigan, then the predictor says Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. So I think for Alabama to get in, it's going to take utter 
chaos. Well, Alabama with two losses, it's going to take utter chaos. It, it it would take Cincinnati losing. It would take Oklahoma State losing. Maybe take Michigan losing. I mean, it, it Alabama needs if Alabama loses this weekend, which I think Alabama is going to lose this weekend. I don't know how you feel on the game, Swain, but I'm I'm picking Georgia to win that one. If if Alabama loses, which I expect it to do so, then it's it's going to need a lot of help to get in as a two-loss team. I do not see them getting in over a one-loss Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. They they're not going to get in over an undefeated Cincinnati. They're not going to get in over one-loss Michigan. I, I Alabama needs a lot of help if it loses this weekend. In my opinion. Yep, I agree. Who? Oh, never mind. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hour number two is brought to you by Action Two Four Seven, Tennessee's only legal sports book, where you can use the promo code Swain Event right now, first time customers, and get a one hundred percent match on your first deposit up to four hundred dollars. Just use the promo code Swain Event. Download the Action Two Four Seven app right now. Right now. And take advantage of that awesome promotion going on with the Swain event. The Irish Network's hotline, 865-255-03, is open. If you want to get in on the conversation, more than um, welcome to, to do that. Tonight, get a little Thursday night football, Ben. Who's playing in the NFL tonight? I think the Saints are playing. I think we get the Saints today. All I know Cowboys is Cowboys at the Saints. And the Saints are going to go with um Trevor Simeon? Nope. Taysom Hill at quarterback. Hmm. You got you know, the Cowboys fighting COVID, got you know, play, uh, coaches out. Uh Mark Cooper is going going to be back. Uh and right now, um Action 247 has a promotion for for today, and that promotion is bet $50 on the first half spread between the Cowboys and the Saints, and Action 247 will give you a free $2 bet for every 10 rushing yards in the game. So bet $50 on the first half spread between the Cowboys and Saints, and then Action will give you a free $2 bet for every 10 rushing yards in the game. So, I mean, we're talking to Zeke Elliott, um, Taysom Hill. He's a dual threat guy. So, there's going to be some rushing yards. So, Alvin's probably not playing. No, no. He's, he's missed the last couple. Doesn't look like he's going to play in this one. Um, but there will be some rushing yards. So, this is an awesome promotion right now um, connected to the rushing in the first half of these Cowboys Saints game to night. 865-255-03. Be right back. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, 
Our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so make sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, self-pay, or is covered by most health insurance. And they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's Red Plastic Cop with some big news for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills. And create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. IrisNetworksUSA.com, Iris Networks, your solution, business owners, for high-quality fiber internet and voice. 90 days, no payment for business internet. That brings us Attaboy, where we highlight positivity, we highlight good stories, people doing good things and, you know, showing love to other people, adding value to the lives of other people. Good work. What we got today for, uh, for the good people, Ben? I am giving Tennessee head football coach Josh Heupel an attaboy because no Power 5 head coach in their first year in 2021 won more football games than Josh Heupel. No FBS Power 5 coach who is in their first year with their program won more games this year than Josh Heupel, who won obviously seven games, which is a a difference of four wins compared to last season. Tennessee went three and seven. Shane Beamer at South Carolina and Brian Harson at Auburn each won six. Uh, Shane Beamer also had a plus four in the difference from last year. South Carolina went two and eight in 2020. Uh, Brian Harson did not make much of a difference. Auburn also won six games in 2020 like they did last year. Uh, Brett Bielema was plus three with five wins. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who everybody was riding his jockstrap, uh, was a difference of two, minus two in the wins compared to the previous season. Uh, Texas went five and seven. Uh, Lance Leipold, Clark Lee were plus two, (laughs) despite going two and ten because Kansas and Vanderbilt won zero games the year prior. And Arizona also won zero games a year prior, and Jed Fish went 1-11 this year, so that was plus one. So no Power 5 coach won more football games in the first season than Josh Heupel. Now, in terms of all coaches in college football, I went back and looked at it on Sunday. Uh, Josh Heupel was, was not the first year head coach with the most wins in the entire country when you take into consideration the group of five schools 
as as well. I'm trying to find my my tweet. Uh, here it is. Blake Anderson at Utah State won nine games. That was the most by any first year head coach. And then Gus Malzahn at UCF won eight games. So if UCF loses its bowl game and Tennessee wins its bowl game, then Josh Heupel could potentially tie Gus for for second most. But out of the Power Five coaches, Josh Heupel won the most out of the first year coaches. That's good right there. Uh, I'm going to California, where a varsity football team is impressing the state's athletic world. And I would go a little bit further and say the world, impressing the world, uh, as the limited 23-player roster has gone undefeated, 12-0 through uh, 12 games, even though all 23 players and their coach, they're death. They don't play. Um, in a heart of hearing league, they are beating hearing teams, sometimes by huge margin, all while using American Sign Language to communicate on the field. The Cubs varsity team for Riverside, California, has no prejudice of, no pedigree, excuse me, of success. They've lost every single game for the previous seven seasons. Now, their incredible transformation which has landed the school in the championship game for the first time in its history, has drawn an endless stream of well wishes and messages, including from NFL franchises. That is my attaboy for today. Deaf football team goes 12-0 and on its way to the California State Championship, and they're playing against you know, other teams that can hear, and their coach is deaf, and all their players are deaf, and they are – Making it work. They're making it work. This is awesome. I know this story will hit, hit home with, with, with Storm, And, um, and this is a really, 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 really good story here. So um, I'll put this on the show notes on the app if you guys want to read more uh, about it. So uh, that's my attaboy for today. 865-255-03, Irish Network's hotline. Who do we have? We've got Jay. Jay, good morning, Jay. Well, Swain, uh, you know, probably one of my all-time favorite sneakers is the Nike Air Penny 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite sneakers. Um, but maybe kind of Penny is just what he is, and that's an AAU coach. Yep. No disrespect. It's just true. Just true. Um, I mean, the guy's got two maybe top five draft picks, and he's actually losing to Georgia and Iowa State. Iowa State won two games last year. 17 points. They lost to Iowa mm. State by. And, and it's it's the, the lack of interest that the players seem to have within the loss and, and the turnovers. At the beginning of the season, lack of interest. Yes. Now, look. I'm I'm not going to completely write off Memphis because they looked like this at the beginning of of last season as well, yeah. and and Memphis really turned it around. And as I have talked about several times on the show, they at the end of last season, I, I know it's fun to make the jokes about the NIT. They, I don't care that they were in the NIT. They were playing as good a basketball as just about anybody in the country. And and I think it, had they been able to make the NCAA tournament, uh, had they not gotten off to such a bad start, I think they would have made. A run, but but the beginning of the season really hurt them. So may, maybe Penny is is able to to help kind of turn it around this year. He's got Larry Brown on his side, so so that'll help. So I don't want to completely write him off to to be to be fair, but I I am going to to enjoy the the Memphis L's as, as of right now. Well, you know, Penny was one of my favorite players growing up. Uh, I re- I mean, I really like Penny, so he was one of my favorite favorite guys in the league. So. But, uh, you know, when you kind of say some of the things he said, you're going to get criticism, especially mm-hmm. from Tennessee fans. Yep. But, um, guys, Same reason Lane last, did when Lane was at Tennessee and he was spouting off at the mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it comes with it, man. You better, you know, you better be able to back it up. Um, with the last time we, we played in Atlanta was 2007. Since then... Considering the roster we have and the lack of depth and the lack of talent, 
considering that when you look at most metrics, we're the first or second hardest schedule in the country. Is this the most impressive coaching job in a single season since 2007? Because I know we won nine games with Butch, but Butch blew the eight. And I couldn't think of any other seasons where I was like, this is a more impressive coaching job. Uh, this is the most impressive coach. This, this coaching job is more impressive than 2007. Yeah, 2017 had, you know, a ton of ton of NFL players on it. I mean, you got. So, would you say oh one Swain when we won when we were, you know, probably should have played for a national title or, I mean, what, what, what where does this rank? I guess it's, to me, this is up there. This has to be up there in the last twenty years. It's hard, man, because I mean, you're comparing a, a a a coach that won with NFL talent, and some people mm-hmm. would would argue that. That you know, Coach Former underachieved with all that talent. People, you know, some people will say that. So it's hard to, mm. you know, ignore that side of the argument, and then also say it was one of the best coaching jobs, and compare it to this because this team finished the season with sixty nine scholarship players that mm-hmm. won three games a year before, that have players on this team that probably should be playing at Akron or somewhere. And it's hard to point out a bunch of NFL dudes from, from this squad. Like it's it's hard for me to to compare. I mean it's just it's just a great coaching job, but trying to compare it to some of the best coaching jobs in the last twenty years, I mean it's hard because again those teams were like super, super talented from a talent standpoint, um but didn't reach it's We're, full potential. Yeah, it didn't reach their full potential. Would you all consider Lane Kiffin's coaching job in 09 a really good coaching job? I I, I was not following the ins and outs it, like I do yeah, now. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah, it was, a, good it was a good job. It was so, a good job. So I, would it be fair to say that I, I think That's Josh Heupel's I think Josh Heupel's is, is more impressive than Lane's off the top of my head. Lane, Lane had more talent. Cor- correct. So that's why I'm saying that I think Josh Heupel's is, is more impressive. But is, is this year – the the first coaching job that Tennessee fans can truly be proud of since that '09 season. Yeah, that yeah, that's man, kind I, of how I, I would right. I would describe it. You may be right, yeah, because Butch. I mean, we 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 blew the East. That's that's the thing with those two nine win seasons. Butch really blew it, and um, so yeah, you you may be you may be right about that. I think this is. Uh, the, the thing with that '09 season is Lane. I'm pretty sure we got killed by Virginia Tech in a bowl game, and yeah. uh, that kind of ended on a sour note. But yeah, I think this is one of the most impressive jobs, coaching jobs that I've seen in the last 20 years at Tennessee. And uh, I thought the '01 team was great. I mean, I had, Johnny Long told me to my face that that was the most talented team he's ever seen at Tennessee. Yep, and. Um, so I, you know, I thought that was a good job, but I think what Heupel's done here is, is pretty remarkable. I don't know what it means, but you know, I was watching his UCF team in 2020 play seventh-ranked Cincinnati, who was undefeated and uh, had a really, really stout defense. Marcus Freeman was their DC, who's now the head coach at Notre Dame, and he lit them up like a Christmas tree with that UCF offense. And you know that he had comparable talent. And he just lit them up. And I am interested to see what Heifel does here when he gets some talent. But before I get out of here, guys, what in the world was the reasoning for not wanting Jameer Gibbs? Like, what what were they thinking? DB. Pruitt and, and company. They, were, they worked him out of DB. Well, Austin, Austin said this on Tuesday that Jim Chaney didn't think he was – what was it fast enough, or just didn't think he was good enough to play running back? Yeah, just didn't like him. Just, just didn't like him in running back. Didn't yeah. really give a reason, but just didn't like him in running back. Maybe it was his size, but just didn't didn't like him at running back. And then that's why he started working at DB. Back? What'd you say? Wasn't he not like one of the highest rated running backs in the country or something? I don't know off the top of my head. That's crazy. I mean, he went to love, Georgia I, Tech. I would, I would assume that. not. Well, I've heard we burned that bridge, so we did. Looks like we're not going. Which is, that's the thing, Jay. That's another thing too, Jay. Is like I understand 
if a player feels like he has a chip on his shoulder and needs to have a chip on his shoulder because, you know, a staff did not believe in you. But to look at that school and have a bad taste in your mouth at that school, knowing that no one that was on the previous staff that evaluated you, that probably didn't believe in you, that are here, you still have that that type of animosity, type of feeling towards that school. I, I, I just don't. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. You're, mi- you're missing out <clears throat> on a potential blessing. Yeah, and he's good. Like, he'll have a chance to – you know, go somewhere else and be a good player. So I'm not sitting here saying Tennessee's the only place he can go. But if if he if he grew up wanting to play at Tennessee and he's letting the fact that one person, and if you want to add two, because Pruitt could have overridden Jim Chaney. He's the head coach. He could have said, no, nah, man, this is a running back. I mean, he's supposed to be able to evaluate talent, even though he's a defensive guy. You know, you, you coached at Hoover, you coached at Alabama, Florida State, Georgia. You can't sit here and just blame it on Jim Chaney. You're the head coach. So, if you think he's a running back, you think he's good, then you could have over, over overridden Jim Chaney. You did it to, to him anyways in other situations when it comes to play calling, so you could have did it here. But two guys, probably the reason why Jameer Gibbs didn't end up being involved. You can't let two guys, two people, ruin your feelings of an entire school program based on two dudes who not who are not even here yet. And now you have an offense that's tailored perfectly for you. Where you can be featured and be used. Now I get it. if you want to go play at Alabama, Ohio State, where you can you know win and you know be coached up by some great coaches. Listen, I understand. I'm not going to sit here and, and make a case why Tennessee is a better place for you to be than than Alabama, Ohio State. I totally get it. If if it's about you know winning and, and playing in big games right now, but if it's about play, you know going to a place where you've always wanted to be. And, and being used and having better exposure and, you know, be, being in a positive culture, then I think he should take a serious look at Tennessee. But I just hate that when one staff does something wrong and then the staff is replaced, like that person still has the same feeling about the school and ignoring the fact that the old staff is not here. That's what I hate. I wouldn't do that. I would judge Tennessee based on who they are right now, not who they was when German Pruitt was the coach. Swain Event, be right back. For what is coming up on the Swain Event. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup 
Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so make sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, self-pay, or is covered by most health insurance, and they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit. You get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? It's time for for what here in the Swain event. Let's get to it. Back in the day, you used to get them whoopings by your parents, and they used to tell you that this is going to, 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 to hurt me more than it hurts you. You didn't believe it because they whooping you. You don't realize that until you turn to a parent. And you say, oh, yeah, I do understand what my parents are talking about. This is actually going to hurt me because I like Chase Claypool. He's one of the best 
up-and-coming young receivers in the league, plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben's Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not rubbing this in to get under Ben's skin at all. But he deserves a for what? The reason why he deserves a for what is because after the Pittsburgh Steelers got embarrassed by the Cincinnati Bengals, there's no reason to go over the score, talk about the score. It was bad. It was rough. But the but after getting beat down, Claypool was asked what can help make the Steelers better. We all know it starts at practice with executing in practice so that way it carries over to the game and executing in the game. Claypool answered about how to make things better by saying music being played at practice would make practice more fun. This was his answer. Music would make practice more fun. <sighs> Cam Hayward, veteran, a leader on that team. Here's, here's why I get to for what. Because now Mike Tomlin's had to answer questions about it. Cam Hayward on WDVE, the morning show there in Pittsburgh, had to answer for Claypool's comments. He said, I hope he was kidding. Because as soon as I, as he said it, I was literally about to rip the speaker out. That is not what we need right now. It's X's and O's and it's execution. No, he wasn't kidding. He was dead serious. Mickey Fitzpatrick says, I think we have to change how we move during the week, whether that's getting more reps in practice, going at a faster pace during walkthroughs. Mickey Fitzpatrick said nothing about music. So Claypool just created even more distraction by his comment about music. Being played at practice is possibly the remedy to fix the Steelers' problems on the football field. He gets a for what? Mike Tomlin was not happy. He was not happy he, at he, all. Saying that uh, Claypool's a, a wide out. I'll let him do that. I'm going to let him do that. I'll make sure we, we, we run practice the way it needs to be run. But Mike, Mike understands that receivers are, 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 are different. They're they're different, and Chase Poole is no Anthony Brown. He's no Anthony Brown. So you got to go ahead and get, you know, Clay Poole in this place, move forward. This is the first time we've heard anything about, about Chase Poole, and there's no reason to, like, sit here and put him in the same conversation as, as Antonio Brown or question, like, you know, his loyalty and, and question his work ethic. He just had a boneheaded comment about what he thought could help. He's a young player. He's in his what second year. He's a young player. He, he, he that's college. That's about execution at the NFL level. So yeah, Mike Tomlin, who is my favorite coach in the league, he says Claypool plays wide out. I'll let him do that. I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that's the division of labor that is properly appropriate. You know, Mike Tomlin got that 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 super smart clap back at all times. Tomlin has the best quotes. Tomlinisms, Always. as as they say in Pittsburgh. He's the best, man. I love me some Mike Tomlin. Love him. Love him, love him, love him. All right. I'm not ending for what without talking about a worse what you got? football team. What you got? The, the Lions? What the Lions do this, 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 this week? No, I'm going to the college version of the Lions. Oh, okay. Going to Vanderbilt? The Vanderbilt Commodores. Get a for what? what they do this time for being the only team in the SEC mm. to not reach a bowl game, mm. and helping several teams get to a bowl game. Appreciate you. Missouri needed that win over Vanderbilt. South Carolina needed that win over Vanderbilt. Appreciate you. Tennessee did not need the win over Vanderbilt to to make it to a bowl game. Florida needed the the win over Vandy to get to a bowl game. I mean, they l- quite literally helped three teams get to a bowl game because they are so bad, and they are the only team in the SEC that did not make a bowl game. For the first time in history, all 13, well, 
Yeah, for the first time in history, all 13 teams made a bowl game inside of the SEC. Vanderbilt, the only team. Vanderbilt, and this, this, this example or this comparison is so like so profound and, prof- um, and poetic because it's Vanderbilt, right? They are they are the best academic institution inside of the SEC, but Vanderbilt basically did not show up for any of the group project meetings and put their name on the paper as the paper was being turned in to get an A. Every time they collect those checks from the SEC, all they're doing is just putting their name on the paper. It, it is amazing how Vandy does not feel like an SEC team. Mm-mm. Not football. The the only sport that they feel like they're an SEC team is is baseball. I mean, even men's basketball right now doesn't. Because and, and part of the the basketball team's problem is that they are associated with the football program. Like just the the Vanderbilt football team has just taken a dump on the entire Vanderbilt athletics moniker. It's just guilt by association. Like they they for real should not be in the SEC. And the women's basketball is terrible too. Yes, I mean they have been twelfth or worse in the SEC since two thousand and sixteen. It's, I mean, it's, it's the only thing they have right now is baseball. That's it, and, and name recognition with Jerry Stackhouse and Scottie Pippen Jr. That's the only thing they got. That's it. That's it. But thank you for the dub. Appreciate you. Easy, easy dub too. Appreciate ya. We play like poo in that game, and still the game was never in doubt. Now Theo Jackson had to pick six. Got some good stuff here and there, but I don't know what the defense was doing. But, but Swain, why would you ever criticize a, a win over Vanderbilt on senior day and, and that, that, man, 45-21 win? Why, why would you criticize that? Because it wasn't good. Wasn't, you know, wasn't, wasn't a good performance. But that's how bad Vanderbilt is. You cannot have a good performance and still beat them the way you, you did. But, I mean, there's, I don't care for senior day. I don't care if it's raining. Vanderbilt should never be converting fourth downs like that the way they did. Because they didn't do that against anybody. Anybody. But anyways. They did against Connecticut and Colorado State. Did they have a 20-play drive? Oh, no. Probably not. <laughs> Picking up multiple fourth downs and ones. when. Okay, can we go to break now? That's, that's, that's a line of scrimmage scenario of who wants it more. You picked up multiple fourth downs and ones, running the same play over and over and over. I'm ready for break. Listen, I can love the victory and also point out some bad things in that football game. Got to clean that up. We need a bowl win, baby. We got to get a bowl win. We got to get this to, to eight wins. We need a bowl win. Carry this momentum over into 2022. That's what we need. So we got to clean that stuff up. Hour three coming up.